Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. All right, coming up in about a half an hour, Michael Phillips will join us. Now with the Washington Times, the Odyssey in Richmond. Uh, as he's helping pinch it for Matt Paris, who's off to New Orleans to cover the Saints. Again, Saints coming up tonight on Thursday Night Football. Against the Jaguars, still don't know if Trevor Lawrence is going to play or not. I would not play him, but that's me. Short week on the road, good defense. That could be uh, that could be trouble. All right, so the Commanders' offensive line, and we're going to get into some other things here that I have for you guys. The Commanders' offensive line. We told you PFF is only charging them for 14 of the 34 sacks allowed. And it's not even all really on the offensive line because Antonio Gibson and Logan Paulson each are assigned one sack allowed. So really it's 12 of 34 sacks. Now, again, you can dispute that all you want. But they reminder, they watch every single game multiple times, every single snap. And this team is also throwing way more than they should be for a young quarterback and a non-blessed offensive line is how, you know, like like their average. <clears throat> They're non-blessed if you smell what I'm cooking, you know? Just saying it. But here's one thing that I haven't pointed out just yet. I've said, you know, why the offensive line is maybe better in pass blocking than you think it is and that you're willing to acknowledge, I've been disappointed by their lack of, of course, running the football, which is an Eric Bieniemy thing. He wants to clearly establish the pass first and early, whether it's working or not, to then get to the run, and sometimes they get to it and sometimes they don't. Sometimes score and game situations dictate that they don't. Okay? Like the Chicago Bears game. You come out wanting to throw, even though they ran, I think, uh, I think their first two plays. Then they get into a third. Uh, actually, they didn't, they didn't run their first two plays. They, they One run, one pass. And then they get to a third one. They try to run again, and they do. And Nick Gates gets blown up. And... They get stopped. 
and boom, it's three and out. Okay. But clearly, the mantra from Eric Bieniemy, which matches a lot of what people want in 2023, is establish throw to establish the run instead of run to establish the pass. Okay. But by and large, whether it's by design, whether it's by uh, avoidance, whatever, game situations, all of that, the commanders have not been able to run the ball effectively. At times they have. In the second half of the Denver game, perfect example. Um, A little bit in the Arizona game. Some in the Philadelphia game. Outside of that, not really, right? Not really. They've been much more effective in the short passing game, in the screen game, and whatnot. Now, listen, I am not averse to the short passing game, the quick game. I love it. It's easier throws. It's easier reads. It's quicker. You have to be accurate, though. You have to be able to execute it, though. Or you get no benefit from it, though. Whereas you still get benefit from a run game, even if it's not effective. If you're a committed run attack, or if you're a somewhat committed run attack, the defense has to honor that. When you're not, you're not. That allows them to pin their ears back and play one way, largely, and anticipate and get better jumps and have a better clue as to what's coming, so on and so forth. I think we all know this. But that being said, where the commander's offensive line has to improve, I think more than pass blocking, which again, the data and metrics would tell you that they're not as bad as you think they are. They're 13th overall. We said this yesterday. 57% in pass block win rate. Now, that is not, again individual evaluation that is not some nerd in mommy's basement eating chocolate chip cookies that is the chip technology that is the next gen stats driven technology you want to doubt that fine go doubt it but pass block win right win rate they are 13th 57% the commanders. A team right ahead of them is the Steelers at 12 at 58%. You know what's amazing? As good as the 49ers offense is, and a lot of that is from this past week, right? Uh, Wait, hang on a second. I think this is cumulative, um, not just, yeah, this is cumulative, um, not just one week. The San Francisco 49ers, you know what their pass block win rate is? 50% or 23rd in the NFL. Number one is the Chiefs at 72%. And and that's with two new tackles. Because remember, they let Wiley go and they also let Orlando Brown go. Right? So it's kind of interesting how you look at this, right? How you look at these numbers and you say, wait a second, that doesn't match the eye test. 
even if it doesn't match the eye test, maybe your eyes are wrong. Maybe you're focusing on two or three snaps instead of 65 or 70 and the bigger picture. But here's one area that should be concerning. And again, this is why I ding the offensive line yesterday and again today. They're 25th in run block win rate at 69%. Now, just to show you kind of the microcosm that we're dealing with, number one in the NFL is the Philadelphia Eagles. Probably not a surprise in run block win rate. At 77%. So the commanders, 8% lower, are all the way down to 25%. So most teams are in that, that grouping, right? There's not a lot of variance there. And the Eagles have struggled significantly to run the ball the last three games. And you know who started that slide? The commanders. Remember when DeAndre Swift couldn't really do much of anything and outside of one run, Jalen Hurts, who had a 24-yard run on first down and, I don't know, sort of late-ish fourth quarter, maybe six, seven minutes left to go? Outside of that, the Eagles couldn't run. And then they couldn't run the next game against the Rams, and then they couldn't run against the Jets. But yet they're still number one. And the 49ers... Again, just to show you how this all works. Again, whether you believe it or not, outside of last Sunday in Cleveland, bad weather, all that against a really good defense in Cleveland that was rested. The 49ers with Trent Williams. But not much else. The 49ers are 20th in run block win rate. 70%. Just slightly 1% higher than the commanders in terms of run blocking and significantly lower in terms of pass blocking. And Trent obviously got banged up on Sunday and allowed a couple of pressures after he came back. I mean, it's going to happen against a really good defense. But my point being is you use all this data to establish kind of like a baseline to maybe back up what your eyes are seeing here. In this town, I think our eyes are so worn down and we're so used to just whatever popular narrative and easy narrative there is. And the data, the science, and those of us that, again, are watching the bigger picture and not isolating just two clips or three clips on Twitter from all the guys doing the cut-ups, and they do a great job. And sometimes it does tell the story. But if you're watching big picture, which is what the coaches are doing, which is what the evaluators are doing, if you're watching big picture, you realize that the commander's offensive line, while not good, not good enough, not great, Bob, is not bad. And And maybe if I said, you know, Listen, if I used a different term, if I said, yeah, you know what? They're surprising. That might sound better. That might be putting lipstick on a pig. I don't know. But they're not bad. They're where I thought they would be at the end of the season. I thought they would get better. I mean, we talked about this. I said, yeah, they're probably somewhere between 15 and 20. 
in my eyes, at the end of the season as a unit because I did think they invested in the offensive line. Now, what they didn't do was overinvest. What they didn't do is luxuriously invest. They, you want to call it bargain invest? I call it moderately invest in Nick Gates and, and Andrew Wiley, who, by the way, have given up eight sacks of the 12 on the offensive line, the two new guys. But they did move Sam Cosme from right tackle to right guard, which was an improvement. And they did put in Sadiq Charles over Andrew Norwell, which was an improvement. And they obviously have Leno, who has been who has been good, if not more than good, when healthy. I know he struggled down the stretch against Kayvon Thibodeau in a couple of big games, and that's what everybody remembers. And, hey, man, that's going to be a key matchup this Sunday, no doubt. But the point of the matter is, it's wrong to say the commanders didn't invest in the offensive line this offseason. They did. They just didn't do it in a flashy style. They didn't spend $70 million on Orlando Brown. They didn't. They didn't spend, you know, uh, $75 million to keep Brandon Sheriff two years ago. And guess what? I was fine with that. I never thought as highly of Brandon Sheriff as everyone else did. I mean, he's good. Not great, in my opinion. Very good at times. Not great. And I think that shows in Jacksonville. But the point being is, the point being is, you can't always pay who you want. You can't always get what you want. So in order to do the Deron Payne extension, which cost them a ton of money, in order to go out and get Barton, in order to go out and improve multiple positions on the offensive line, they couldn't go out and blow their wad, if you will, on their AWOD, <clears throat> better said, on Orlando Brown or somebody like that. That would have cost them a lot more money. They had to kind of, for lack of a better term, nickel and dime it. Right? So also realize that for whatever reason, because they felt they had other needs and because they absolutely felt Getting long-term, a long-term deal with Jerron Payne was the thing, the number one priority that they did not have the resources to go out and, again, just fix one thing. They were trying to fix multiple things. And when you're trying to fix multiple things and spread around your assets or your resources, you're not going to be top-heavy. You're not going to be probably dominant in one area. You're trying to make sure that you're solid across the board. Solid. Which is what the numbers and the analytics, by and large, tell us. That they're solid on the offensive line. Not great. Not bad. Not very bad. Not good. Solid. That's what they are. You want to dispute that? I'm here for you. 301-230-0980. 301-230-0980. We'll get to Sweet Lou in just a sec, uh, in just a couple of minutes. Michael Phillips at 2.30 right here on the Team 980, always live and free on the Odyssey app.
Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. All right, Michael Phillips coming up in just a little bit. Uh, There's a uh, column out on ESPN from Brooke Pryor who covers the Steelers for them. About what do we know about Kenny Pickett after 17 starts as a Steeler? I got to pick through this, no pun intended, to see if we can, again, kind of look at how they're looking at the prism of 17 starts. Here in Washington, we're looking at seven starts so far for Sam Howell. Michael Phillips coming up um, as he's back covering the commanders on. Uh, at least for now, for the Washington Times. Also, Odyssey Richmond. Uh, and uh, Phillip's a good guy. Uh, so we'll have some fun with him as we'll talk about the commanders heading to MetLife Stadium. But let's get to uh, Sweet Lou here on the phones. What up, Lou? How are you, pal? Pretty good, Chris. How you doing, man? Doing good, babe. How are you? Can I share a bad beat with you real quick yep, last yep. night? Yeah. Stupid college game, man. So uh, I think Sam Houston was up by a field goal, like a minute and 20-something left. I decided to take him on the money line. I think it was like a couple bucks, you know. But little did, did I know, man, that game was one of the wildest ones. They ended up going to overtime, mm. losing the game. Mm. And that was like, you know, I was like, "Come on, man, y'all, yeah. y'all can't be serious." I, I was, I was long as, I was long asleep when that happened. Uh, because I was watching the baseball game and and it was kind of one sided and the Caps game was one sided, uh, so your boy uh, conked out and uh, uh, just needed uh, you know to re- hit the recharge button a, a little bit. Um, so 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 wait, they had the lead late in regulation. Right. You took them on the money line. Yeah. In the last how how big of a lead did they have? It was a field goal. Okay. I thought, you know, they would they would stop him and right. the game would be over. Yeah. But little did I know, the other team, FIU, I believe, they came back and took it to overtime, and mm. we had the lead, and then the other team scored. See, that's then, one that I almost look at like maybe it's a bad beat, but it's not really bad beat. Like bad beat would be in my eyes what Miami did against Georgia Tech. You know, if you had, you, right. you remember that from a week and a half ago or something like yeah, that. Yeah, that you know, that's kind of like that, uh, a suck. You know, that's kind of like a sucky situation, basically. <laughs> you know, where you're like, course, oh, let me ju- let me jump is. on this late and and let me just hope that they can hold on here and you lost. 
that's that's what I did, man. I I thought they would pull it off, but you know, I guess a minute and thirty seconds that's still too much. So mm-hmm. I was just being stupid and naive, not knowing, you know. I guess anything could happen in college. But other than that, Rooster, we could get to the topic. I guess you and uh uh Big L came up with this uh Sam is uh, holding the offense back. Is that is that what I'm hearing? Well, like, well, it was it, really Linnell did that, and he was much more yeah. he was much more against Howell than I am. But I admitted in my eyes that Howell, while doing some really good things, is probably chiefly responsible more than anybody for helping this offense and also holding it back because. Of again, what we're talking about, the sacks, killing drives, being more on him in just about everybody's right. eyes than anyone else. So that's yeah, that's basically the premise. But I was but both of us were very you know, again, and I'll say this forever and ever and ever, Lou. I, I I believe in Sam Howell. I do not believe he's just a backup quarterback, as some have asserted on these airwaves this week. I do not believe that. Right. However, it is a fatal flaw and he's gotta fix it quickly yeah yeah without a doubt I agree with that um but as far as you know him holding this offense back I, I kind of push back on that I, I think Big L always looking for something to you know I don't know every week it's always something if it's, if it's not Chase it's the it's Ron if it's not Ron it's the O-line if it's not O-line this week I guess it's Sam so you know I'm gonna let Big L talk about him but I, as far as you know I think I, I think this I think Sam, I mean, he's he's done a hell of a job with this broke-down offensive line, which, you know, we could all agree that, you know, Ron has abandoned it since what? Since he got here, pretty much. He's been letting go some good uh, O-line starters from this, you know, f- th- th- that we had, and we never replaced them with some good backup. We brought in some slab players from the street. That's what it felt like. And, you know, I'll give Sam some of these sacks that he's taking and holding on the ball. I just hope, you know, I, you know, I, I just hope he doesn't get killed. And one of these days, man, you know, these blindside hits and is going to hurt him and and put, you know, like the the guy Richardson and and and, 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 and yeah, put the the coach Anthony Richardson, yeah, yeah, Anthony, yeah, him. So you know, I don't want him to get hurt. I just want him to be kind of, you know, like you know, do the easy pass for him and make it easy. Eb, I hope Eb. I, I know Eb is watching and, and see what's going on and. And hopefully, you know, hopefully next season, you know, under a new coaching staff and we're going to upgrade this O-line and protect this guy. And believe me, he's going to be the future. I will say this. And they hold my man, Emmanuel Forbes, too, man. It's, it is what it is. Ron, you know, you could go ahead and, you know, not, you know, I mean, a rookie, you draft a guy. You saved everything about him on that day when they was, when they was you know, when they was drafting him. Like, he's a ball hawk, but yet you don't want to put him out there. Because, oh, he's not tackling? I don't know what it is. I mean, he's 160, 70 pounds. What do you expect? Do you want him to go tackle a running back? No, no. I mean, he did. Yeah, but see, Lou, that's where – I mean, I you know I love you, but that's where you're wrong. Yeah. I mean, he is expected to tackle a, a – DJ Moore is not is not DK Metcalf. He was going – he was lunging. He was out of position. He's trying yeah. to rip balls away. He's trying to get interceptions without using his eyes and his technique. That's why they finally yeah. got frustrated. Or yeah, they, they were frustrated get... already, but then they were frustrated, and but then they lost it when they saw what happened on Thursday night or uh, a week and a half ago or whatever, or two weeks ago, I guess. 
but like I said, Chris, I, I appreciate you having me on. I felt like one of your guests. I mean, it's been over five minutes. Um, look, let's keep this thing going. Don't tell and, my uh, boss that. <laughs> Thanks, hey, Lou. Hey, I hey, Chris, you. You, 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 <laughs> hey, Chris, you know I haven't said anything about my beloved Capitals, man. Right. I, I felt like they 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 aged and and over. <laughs> they were horrible last night, is what they were. Oh man, <laughs> oh man. I, I don't I, know if it's gonna get any better. I, I, I think I they, yeah, they 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 need a they need to make some moves, but it's too early. But uh, like I said, let's I appreciate not you me. Yeah, <laughs> let's Thanks, not buddy. panic. It's three That's games. All. I appreciate you, Lou. All right, we'll uh, take the time out early. This way, we get more time with uh, Michael Phillips on the other side. Right here, right now. Let's do a trending alert. All right, Thursday night football. It is the New Orleans Saints and the Jacksonville Jaguars. 7.30, the coverage over on the fan tonight and the Odyssey app. In New Orleans, Trevor Lawrence has been a questionable all week. Uh, but now, apparently, according to one report, Doug Peterson essentially indicating that they are expecting him to play. Still go through a pregame warm-up, uh, and we will see if he actually does play. Meanwhile, uh, Deshaun Watson is practicing uh, at least a little bit for the Cleveland Browns today. He's missed the last couple of games for them. We told you about this an hour ago. The NCAA is investigating Michigan, the number two team in the country, for apparent, apparent sign-stealing allegations. Uh, apparently, they've been, according to Yahoo Sports, they've been having people attend games of future opponents as well as possible college football playoff opponents to gather information on signs used to call plays on offense and defense. And for a second day in a row, James Harden, a no-show for the Philadelphia 76ers as he continues to want out and to go to the L.A. Clippers. And that's what's trending. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. London Fletcher will join us tomorrow at 2. Got word on that a little bit ago, so looking forward to that conversation. We'll ask him about, obviously, the Giants game and all things commanders, offense, defense, and what he thinks of Barton and Jamin Davis. Uh, So we'll have that for you uh, tomorrow. Uh, Again, scheduled at 2. But joining us right now is our guy Michael Phillips, who is – 
I mean, he's just back, baby. I mean, he's just everything. On the BetQL guest hotline, he's back on the beat, right? I mean, it's like you never left. It's like you wrote a big, long goodbye song, and boom, <laughs> there you are. This is deliberately why I did not write a big, long goodbye song. I, you know, I, I thought, you know, what if Matt Paris leaves for, for New Orleans to write for the Times for Cune, and they hire me? I'd look really goofy then. It'd look ridiculous. <laughs> And, and 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 everybody, not everybody knows the whole uh, the whole inside story because I wrote like a long soliloquy when uh, Dan Snyder and Red Zebra got rid of me after six years, and then I was back like two weeks later. And you said as much at your kind of sort of going away, but we know your ass is going to be back in just a second party that we had right at the start of football season, uh, which was wonderful and good times. You basically said, this is not a Russell. This is not, this is not Russell. (laughs) You know, I, I I just trying to hang in the game, fight and claw any way I can to stay in the game. And, uh, it's going to be a ton of, but you know, I've been, I've been on nine ten the fan down here station in Richmond. Sure. Uh, Obviously, you know, you're a radio guy. I'm now a radio guy. We have tons of fun doing this. Um, but as you know, also, you, you can't beat being in the room and, and in, interacting with those guys and engaging with them on a daily basis. And I think that's the thing that excites me most about, you know, uh, pitching in for the Washington Times for a bit is the chance to, you know, re- really get to know what's going on in the issues. And uh, uh, hopefully it'll make for a better radio show. Can't make the show worse, I don't Abs- think. No, no, absolutely not. Inside knowledge is uh is is what you are all about. All right, so uh, let's get to it. Um, so I, I know you wrote about Emmanuel Forbes the other day um, in the Times. And, you know, look, a, a lot of people are split on a, a bunch of different ways. Oh, you got to let the rookie play through it. Oh, you got to bench him. Uh, you know, you got to teach him a lesson. Which way, basically, do you come down in terms of your gut feel, in terms of the way they are handling it? Benched against Chicago – did not play, but was in uniform, was not totally scratched against Atlanta. And then what do you expect this Sunday? Yeah, you know, what surprised me was when Ron Rivera addressed it yesterday, the comparison he made, if you picked up on the the little illusion there, was to Dwayne Haskins. It was, hey, look, you know, we'll, we'll try anything, but then if they're not helping the team win, you've got to find a time and you've got to move on and you've got to move on to the next thing. And I thought that was fascinating that essentially – Ron was telling us his evaluation of Emmanuel Forbes through those five games was he's not helping the team win. Um, And, you know, he's smarter than me, and he watches more tape than me. He's more inside the building. I think the question you ask is, could he help the team win eventually? And the answer is an unquestioned yes, especially as you have injuries and attrition here. Um, But then you hear Jack Del Rio today. He's talking up Danny Johnson, and he's talking up what Danny Johnson brings to the table. And you think, my goodness, this – this could be more of a long-term thing than certainly I thought and, and anybody's comfortable with. I don't know that I have an opinion on whether he should play or not. Mm-hmm. My opinion is just this. If Ron Rivera wants to continue to be the general manager of this team past this year, which I don't think is going to happen, you've got to hit more than once every five years on a first-round pick that the yeah. track record is growing really bleak here, Chris. Yeah, no doubt about it. And because he's a first-round pick, it's even more, obviously, of a spotlight. But – I will say this, Michael, I didn't have a problem with how they did it, okay? And I know that goes counter to a lot of people. Um, You know, again, they gave him every opportunity they could to work it out over the Eagles game, over the Bears game. 
Uh, and he was gambling, and he was not playing with his eyes. I think he was trying to make a big play, trying to make up for things, what have you. And what we're not privy to, of course, is what is being said in the headsets, what is being said on the bench, what is being told to him privately, what is being practiced, what is being instructed, all of that stuff. So if they see everything counter to what they want him to do, and he's getting lit up like a Christmas tree, what do you want them to do, you know? Yeah, right. So, like, Ron, the coach, is handling this correctly. Mm -hmm. You you have to play to win games. This is a season where they have to win games. I just can't help but keep coming back to this is a heck of an indictment of Ron, the GM. What is Ron, the GM, doing here? Right. Drafting Jamin Davis, drafting Emmanuel Forbes, and right, it's it's this maverick thing where he's cutting against the grain. It's not working. Michael Phillips with us now with the Washington Times. Also, 910 The Fan in Richmond on the Odyssey app. Uh, And uh, nice to have him uh, with us on the BetQL guest hotline. Um, You mentioned Danny Johnson there, Jack Del Rio, uh, talking about him. I didn't understand why they were so out on Danny Johnson. He was good down the stretch last year, maybe the second-best corner, in my opinion, to Kendall Fuller. Um, He's got experience. Uh, I thought he was pretty good in camp. Um, and, and, and it seemed like they were very hesitant to go to him. And yet, you know, everybody was all worked up about Quan Martin. I do think Danny Johnson has allowed Benjamin St. Juice to play better, uh, more outside, which of course is his natural position. And I think he, uh, he had a late pass breakup, uh, the other day in Atlanta. I think Danny Johnson is an upgrade quite honestly, than, you know, meaning St. Juiced Fuller on the outside and Danny Johnson in the slot. That's an upgrade over Fuller Forbes and St. Juiced in the slot. Do you agree or disagree? Yeah. And you know, I go back to Ron hanging up there, you know, whoever hung up the sign that said, do your job the other mm. week, right? There's so many things you can read into that, by the way. And a lot of the ridicule was deserved, obviously, but um, one of the things I take away from that, right, is Danny Johnson does his job. Is he, is he like the best cornerback ever? No, but he's in position, and you're right, that allowed St. Juice to do his job. That allowed everybody else to not feel like they were compensating for something, for having to make up the plays. And the message, too, is the St. Juice and those guys like, hey, don't worry if your teammate's screwing up. You do your thing. You lock it down. We'll address that. Um, so I, I, I go back to that sign and that, that, that thing, and like, I, I do think the messaging was deeper than any one person, but I think one person it was definitely intended for, you know, was was Benjamin St. Juice and Emmanuel Forbes and those secondary guys. Look, you know, if you think you're covering for the rookie, you are doing a disservice to everybody. Mm, interesting. Okay. <coughs> Excuse me, Michael Phillips with us. No, you can no, follow. No worries. Well, while you clear your throat, I tell you, we got a lot of background noise. I am at the Country Club of Virginia. I can't believe they let me in. Um, I'm out here at the Dominion Energy Charity Classic. Oh. The senior, the senior Tour, the PGA Tour Champion. Oh. Golf tournament uh, starts tomorrow out here. Today's Pro-Am Day. Uh, we had all the golfers roll through. We're talking to them about football, about everything else today. So we, we, had, we had a fun show out here, and now we're, oh, nice. we're, eating, we're eating hamburgers and having beverages. Uh, listen, day. I mean, there's nothing wrong with eating hamburgers and having beverages. Did you talk to anybody cool that like would like kind of, you know, I don't know, get anybody's interest? Yeah, well, Ernie Els is here. Okay. Um, you, you know, uh, some, some, you know, it's 50 and over, so it, it's kind of the pre-Tiger names out here oh i'm eligible baby i'm eligible i michael guess what guess what happened the other day you're gonna love this this is gonna this is gonna amuse you and blow your blow blow your socks off ready you know what you know you know you know what i did i mailed in my i mailed in my check to join aarp you're 50 years old you still dress like a teletubby (laughs) 
<laughs> and that Who's too. There? Who's there? <laughs> My bad. Fifty that's, years that's... old and AARP baby. Let's go. He's a member. He's a dues-paying member. Let's not go. not official yet. I guess it hasn't been processed. But I did fill out the form and I did mail in my check because I am old. So I should be with you eating burgers and having cocktails. You're eligible for the senior tour. Uh, Steve Flesh, <laughs> he's on the senior tour. He's a Fox, uh, he's a Fox TV golf analyst. There Steve Flesh. He, I, he went, I was like, hey, you went to Kentucky. He's like broke down SEC football for 10 minutes, man. It, this, <laughs> this is the kind of radio we need. Absolutely, absolutely. All right, This th- speaking of the kind of radio you need, you can listen to Michael on uh, 910 The Fan in Richmond and, of course, the capital of the Commonwealth and on the Odyssey app, uh, what, every Monday through Friday from 10 to noon, correct? That is so correct. Thank you, sir. I appreciate the plug. There you go. All right. So let's get into some other things. Uh, I've been talking about the offensive line, and I asked the audience, is it bad or is it not so bad? Where do you come in? They're, they're fine. They're not good. Nobody, you know, this whole, like, they're the reason Sam Howell is getting sacked is ridiculous. Of course, Sam Howell is the reason Sam Howell is getting sacked. The offensive line isn't good by any stretch, but they're adequate. Um, it, it was a, a position of need this offseason. They didn't address it, and, and they're paying for it. Um, but it's also not the reason Sam Howell is getting sacked. It's, you know, it, it, take, take that and run with whatever part of that you will. Uh, it, that that's kind of my my overall view of it. No, I, I agree because I mean, if you look, you know, look, we we know PFF is not the end all be all, but only twelve of the thirty four sacks they are giving blame to an offensive lineman for. I think that's pretty close to right. Yeah. yeah, and and I thought it would be a little bit higher, but I thought it was about fifty fifty maybe because. You know, when you look at this stuff, right, you see Sam sometimes when he can't when he doesn't have an immediate first read or a quick second read that he can easily make and use his howitzer, you see him kind of oh 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 crap and, and a lot of times it's on a deep drop uh and a lot of times it's at a shotgun which tells you in my opinion even more because he's further away from the line of scrimmage and therefore further away from potential damage. And yet that's where it seems to be. And that's why I think everyone that studies this stuff would say, hey, you know what? If Sam can just get a little bit quicker in processing, a little bit quicker in getting rid of the football, this offense, Michael, has a chance to be maybe not special, but it has a chance to be good. And right now, it's not exactly good. It's showing some signs of life, but I wouldn't consider this offense good right now, would you? I couldn't agree with you more, and you don't have to get to great. That was the thing preseason, right? The defense is great, and the defense needs to be great. Not that they are right now, but they need to be. And then your offense has to be good enough to sustain from there, and, and that's absolutely what you're aspiring to with this offense. What you want them to produce for you is not turning the ball over, sustaining drives, then giving the defense a chance to make plays to win the game. That's a bar Sam Howell can clear, and I think certainly against the New York Giants you'd expect him to because this is a banged-up New York Giants team. What will this game, considering the banged-upness, if you will, of the Giants, and we still don't know whether Daniel Jones, who's been a little bit of a commander's killer, uh, is going to play. Saquon was out of practice, but he should play. Don't know about uh, the two right, uh, the two offensive tackles. Andrew Thomas has missed pretty much the whole season. Evan Neal's banged up. Um, if they if they lose this game, not if they win, if they lose this game, what will it tell you about where this team is at midway through year four of the Ron Rivera era? I think this is the kind of game a playoff team wins, and I think Ron Rivera's told us. 
you know, he needs to make the playoffs in year four, and he expects to make the playoffs in year four. Playoff teams win games against one in five teams that are banged up, period. End of sentence. No excuses. And, and there certainly aren't any good excuses on the commander's side, even if Kendall Fuller doesn't play. You know, this is a healthy enough roster. There are no excuses here. A playoff team takes care of business, Chris, right. in this football game. Fuller was out of practice yesterday. We'll see what the official injury report is coming up uh, when the team releases it. The Giants, as Michael mentioned, uh, all sorts of banged up. And for those that think the commander's offensive line is really bad, well, wait till you see the Giants' offensive line. Now, again, maybe they'll get some of these guys back, but, boy, have they struggled. Um so let me ask you this, um, the run game for the Commanders. We know Eric Bieniemy is a pass-to-set-up-the-run kind of guy. That's been clear. That's their identity, if it's anything. Is the run game not being used effectively enough in your eyes, number one? And number two, is it because they're not good enough at it or because that's not what Eric Bieniemy wants to major in? Eric Bieniemy wants to major in passing, no question. He sent a message with that this year. I think he's really comfortable with where the splits are. I think he absolutely understands to win in the modern NFL and to win with this roster, you got to be a pass-first team. Nothing against B-Rob, nothing against Chris Rodriguez, who I really liked in the yeah. by the way. I, th- yeah. I, thought, I thought he brought a nice touch to the game. Nothing against Gibson. Hey, nothing against uh, you know any of those guys and Curtis Samuel as well who get who gets some carries. Uh, this is a team that's going to be a running team. That is that is the goal here. That is the objective. Check out Michael Phillips again, 910 The Fan and the Odyssey app, Monday through Friday, 9, uh, I should say, 10 a.m. Uh, to noon uh, as well in the Washington Times now as he's uh, kind of filling the gap and perhaps more for Matthew Paris, who's off on his way uh, to at uh, New Orleans, I should say, new, to New Orleans. Uh, let me get one more in for you, and then we'll let you go back to eating burgers and drinking cocktails on the 18th green. Um are you like um so far if if I said to you the commanders would be 3 and 3 through 6 which is clearly the best start of the Rivera era the way it worked out 2 and 0 start and then obviously a bunch of home blowouts would that been satisfactory to you or is this an unsatisfactory first 6 games man i'm making a, i'm making a 17 game evaluation here to me, it's a binary. Did they make the playoffs or did they not make the playoffs? Did Sam Hell develop? Did he not develop? Uh, you know, they are in position to win Sunday and be in the playoffs and protect that spot the rest of the way. Um, you would have, you certainly say, look, at Chicago as being a really bad loss. You'd prefer they be four and two, having handled their business against the Bears. But in a 17-game season, you got you got time to make up for that. This is this is an on or off evaluation, Chris. Did they make the playoffs? Or did they not make the playoffs? Did Sam Howell develop or did Sam Howell not develop? Those, those are the th- – and, and is Eric Bieniemy worth hiring as the full-time coach? I think those are the, those are the three things I'm looking for, and uh, everything else kind of is just noise. Because I'm eyeing the future, new ownership, new era, new regime. Uh, I think they're looking at those things more so than the week-to-week. At Michael P. in RVA. At Michael P. in RVA is how you follow the latest on Twitter. X, of course, in the Washington Times and 910 The Fan and the Odyssey app in Richmond. My man, good to uh, catch up with you as always. I hope uh, I hope I'll see you on Sunday or, or, or no. Are we making the trip to MetLife? I'll be there. See you Sunday, Atta boy. Atta boy. Roast beef sandwich on you. All right. <laughs> My guy. Thank you, Michael. Appreciate you. That's Michael Phillips again now with the Washington Times. And as well, 910, the fan back in a flash with you on the phones. And we're going to get to 
uh, Caleb Williams and something that Patrick Mahomes wants. And it's the same thing. Only one of them is going about it the right way. All right, thanks to Michael Phillips. Now with the Washington Times, also 910 The Fan down in Richmond. Why don't we get back to the calls here before the top of the 3 o'clock hour? And then we'll continue it in the 3 o'clock hour. And I want to get into what I just teased up. Caleb Williams, Patrick Mahomes. One and the same or very different? Uh, We will talk to you, however, right now. Let's go to Cliffy in D.C. right here on a Thursday. What's up, Cliff? Hey, what's going on, Chris? How are you, pal? Um, I'm good. Um, I heard you got your um, you signed up for your your AARP card. There's nothing wrong with that. You got benefits in that. Amen, brother. I saw the Denny's discount. I don't go to Denny's very often, but I was like, hell, what the hell, you know? I mean, it's not, it's not just Denny's though. You can also get into the movie theaters on discount. Oh my guy, my guy. Now I would have to have a life in order to do that, Cliff. You know, which is kind of sort of the problem. But I, I mean, I, I could go to the movie theater. I, you know, I'm not against that. Yeah. Get some yeah. popcorn and at a discount. As far as concerning your health as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I need I a lot mean, of help. I need a lot of help in that regard, man. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I may sound young, but I'm 58 myself. <laughs> so you like, so um, you like it? All right. I'm, I'm, I'm glad. To, I'm glad to hear. I knew there was benefits. I mean, I do the, I do AAA. I do AARP. I do anything that I think could give me some sort of slight advantage. Yeah, it's not wrong to have it. That's for exactly, sure. exactly. Now the uh, football part. Um, everybody's talking about the old line. Well, Ron Rivera dug himself in a hole because I can't remember how many years back, but I know it wasn't that far back how many years, but we had a Pro Bowl offensive left tackle here. All Ron had to do was make an effort to make this offensive lineman happy, and he probably would have stayed here. But no, Ron being pig-headed. I'm talking about the all-pro left tackle Trent Williams. Um Sam Howe is running into a lot of sacks on his own. The O-line is not that bad. It's Sam Howe that's running into all these sacks, trying to outrun these linemen. Some of these defensive players are much as faster than he is. He just had to learn the system completely, get rid of the ball at a time and pace, run when he has to. And on Emmanuel Forbes, I'm starting to think now, if he didn't, if he don't really like Emmanuel Forbes now, then maybe he should have drafted um, Christian Gonzalez. Well, he, either, yeah, um, here, here's the problem, though. I don't think anybody, Cliff, should take them benching Emmanuel Forbes as, like, some grand indictment that they don't like Emmanuel Forbes anymore. They're disappointed by him clearly not listening to them and what they've taught him and how to play things and how to do things competitively and consistently. They're disappointed. But I don't think that means they're out on Emmanuel Forbes or that he's never going to play again. I don't know if he's going to play this week, but I expect him to be active. 
I would think he might get a little bit of a run this week after, again, be learning and, and, and whatnot. But we don't know how he's doing in practice. So we don't know that. So until we see it, we don't know. But I, I listen, I refuse to think, oh, my gosh, because they had to bench him and because he didn't play for a game, that that means Emmanuel Forbes is done like dinner and is never going to be able to contribute to this team. I refuse to believe that. No, nah, I don't think he's done, but um, the commanders, why they practicing that? They better be practicing for both Jones and, and uh, the other quarterback because yesterday Daniel Jones did return back to practice. He was limited, and yes. No telling, yeah, and there's no telling if he's going to play Sunday or not, but he's been a pain in our what. But um, they just, just had to, they just go ahead to play ball and do what they did, basically. Um, like they did yeah. at, um, did in Atlanta, but play a little better. Well, they're, they're going to have to play a lot better than they did against Atlanta because the Giants are not as good. Thank you, Cliff. Appreciate it. The Giants are not as good on offense. The Giants are not as good in, on defense. How about that? How about them apples? Now, a lot of that is because of injuries. Not all of it. I didn't pick them to go to the playoffs this year, so I was not feeling the Giants' sauce like everyone else was. But they were Feisty as you know what last Sunday night on the road in Buffalo. And that's a way better team, as we all know, than Washington. So don't think that you're don't think that you can't get beat here. I mean, I am gonna be so furious if this team comes out and gets whacked upside the head by 17 on Sunday. So furious. So furious. 301-230-0980. More of your calls coming up on the Team 980, always live and free on the Odyssey app. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.